Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to a match reaction show. It's finished Arsenal 3, Liverpool 2. Tell you what, Arsenal fans might have had their hearts in the mouth for that nine minutes of stoppage time in the second half. But uh, ultimately, a deserved win. A deserved win for Arsenal. Um, the thing with Liverpool is it's strange because if you look at the result, you probably think, ah, it was a close game. It was, it was tight. It was tough. Um, it wasn't simple. But then when you think about the performances and you look at all, all the, 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 the actual, if you watch the actual game, you kind of wonder how Liverpool scored two goals in that game because Arsenal just looked like the better team almost throughout. There was a period in, of play in the second half where our Liverpool, particularly after they scored the first goal, where they looked really good. Uh, but then there's somehow for something, there's something lacking. That second half as well, they started off so well and then they just dropped off. They just dropped off. I, I don't know what it is with Liverpool, um, but there are issues. There are issues that go beyond tactics. There are issues that go beyond um, you know management. There's something that is not right at the club. And I don't know what it is, and I'm not trying to speculate on what it could be, but something's not right. There's a problem. Um, because Liverpool, one thing is that they don't concede early goals. They generally don't. But to concede a goal right in the first minute, they did that against Brighton as well. They conceded an early goal against Brighton as well. Here again, they conceded an early goal first minute. Um, Arsenal just breaking away. I mean, you just lose the ball, and then Simikas gets... I mean, it's it's a very, very un-Liverpool-like uh, goal to concede in that sense, because they, so they, they lose the ball in midfield, uh, you know, or, or rather in, def in in Arsenal's third, actually, um, and, and the Arsenal's defensive third. It's a quick break. Sivikas is caught out because he's obviously trying to push forward, so he's caught out. Um, and then the ball falls to Saka. Saka puts it across the box. I don't know what Trent Alexander-Arnold is trying to do there. I really don't know what he's trying to do because he's completely caught in no man's land. Um, and, 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 you know, and there's a simple finish for, for Martinelli. Martinelli is just, you know, he's, he's caught in between. Um, you know, again, every time this has been happening so often, where Van Dijk and Trent Dijk kind of get caught, um, you know, between, the players kind of, there's always a gap between them, and then they always get caught out there in that in that gap, and, and you know, it's just simple, and Martinelli just says, thank you very much, and he scores the goal. Um, and again, what it, to me, what it highlights is is the issue that Liverpool have had with their fullbacks. For a long time, Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know, Mark, Mark were, were actually Liverpool's MVPs. You know, their fullbacks were the MVPs. They were the ones who were really doing a lot of the heavy lifting. You know, because we always said this. We said that their midfield doesn't create that much. It's their fullbacks that create. And it's their fullbacks that, you know, that often create chances for their wingers. Now, with Robertson kind of fallen off the cliff, his form has fallen off the cliff. He's kind of no longer first choice. I don't think Simikas's form has hit the highest that it did in doing Robertson's peak. Um, Trent is woefully out of form. I don't know what's going on with him, but he's completely lost his form, completely lost everything that made him good. So now you can see why Liverpool are struggling even more because um, you know their midfield still doesn't create as many opportunities, but uh, the fullbacks losing form means the team has lost a lot of that impetus and a lot of that news. So that that for me that's a that's a big issue. Um, but it's one nil, and you're thinking the first ten minutes the Arsenal might just go and win this up. They might wrap this up really really quickly. They might get a couple more. They didn't. Liverpool slowly got back into the game slowly slowly. Didn't threaten much, but they were getting back in. They were creating opportunities. They were creating half chances. And then that goal comes for them again. It's uh, Arsenal getting caught up. I thought Gabriel had a really poor game today. I think he, he was probably the weak link in that defense. Which is surprising because they played Tomiyasu left back. So you thought he might have been the weak link, but actually it was Gabriel. It was totally, I don't know what it was, whether he was nervous, whether he was scared, uh, whether he was lacking, but he was lacking composure basically. And, and um, again, it's, it's a weak touch that he's trying to put. And if he doesn't touch it, Nunes is offside. So he didn't really have to touch it. But again, it's that lack of awareness, isn't it? Knowing where he plays. So he tries to touch it, tries to play it. You know, it means that Nunes now becomes onside. Uh, or rather, so Diaz. Diaz was the one who was onside. Nunes, of course, was also offside, but he was toward the goal. Towards the goal. So Diaz becomes onside, and then it's just a nice little cross. It's a it's a goal for Nunes. Nunes deserved that goal, by the way. He, he deserved that goal. Um, 
hopefully that's just that would be one positive to take for Liverpool. I think um, you know, just from the fact of everything that has been happening for, for Nunes, hopefully this is a start of better things to come because he needs that. He needs that confidence for himself. So it goes one all. And then Arsenal towards the end, they have to make it 2-1 against Sloppy from Liverpool. It's a set piece. They get caught out. I don't know what Thiago is trying to do there. You know, he should have made a tackle. He doesn't. Trent Alexander again getting caught out. I mean, you know, this is basically Atto Henderson did a very good job. He was showing him down the line, showing him down the line, saying, whatever you want to do, you're going to cross, you know, with your weaker foot. You're not going to get onto my side. And then suddenly Trent Alexander, for some reason, leaves his central position and goes back to right. Like, he didn't need to do that. Just stay in the shape. And let Martinelli pick, you know, man mark the players, but he wasn't doing that. I don't know what it was. He, he just took a gamble. He kind of thought, oh, you know, maybe Martinelli is going to do something different. And okay, it opens up that gap. And uh, it's a simple cross that Martinelli puts in, and Saka is there to tap it on. And it's 2 1. When it should have been 2 1 at half time, but it was. Liverpool got back in the second half. They got made it 2 2. Firmino, fantastic goal, by the way. That was a good pass from Jota. And I, I, I was surprised that Jota started, that he started with what looked like a 4 2 1 3. I was surprised with that because normally they don't play that way, but he played this way. I think he played it because he wanted to get Jota on the field. I think that was the plan. He wanted to get Jota on the field and he didn't want to leave out Nunez. So he went with the 4-2-1-3 because, you know, Jota is a good record against Arsenal. I think that might have backfired. I think that might have backfired overall because I, I, I don't think... Um, I think it meant that Liverpool were losing that midfield battle consistently. And you don't want that in a big game like this. You don't want to be losing um, midfield battles. Uh, of course, the Diaz injury eventually, you know, it could have restructured a little bit. I think Firmino looked a lot better when he played um, in that number 10 sort of role because he could understand the position better than Jota. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. Firmino makes it 2-2. And again, and then for some reason, you thought Liverpool will come on strong. They'll now get back in this game. They'll try and get a foothold. But they just seem to lose energy. Third time, third time, they kept losing energy. And then you can see that penalty. Thiago, I mean, I don't know what. Again, you know, it's a penalty. Soft penalty. It's a soft penalty. I will say that. Um, it was a clash of legs. I think Arsenal fans will say that it's a penalty. Liverpool fans will say it's not a penalty. It's one of those where I've seen them given, and when they're given, they're not overturned. So you got to take it from that perspective. But what I do want is I don't want Arsenal fans ever complaining about refs again because they got a lot of help from refs today. They got a lot. Not that it was bad. Not that the ref was biased. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that the ref was really favoring them a lot. They made sure that they got all the right decisions. And you know, when needed, they, 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 you know, they got even the, many of the 50-50s went to when their way as well. So I don't want Arsenal fans going, oh, the refs against us. I don't want to hear that anymore. Hopefully, but but I know that probably some fans will complain at the next game, but I hope they don't because they, I hope they watch this game and realize it's not always, you know, refs are not always against Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's a penalty. It was a good penalty, but it wasn't a good penalty, by the way, from Saka. It wasn't. I think Alisson should have saved it. But um, I don't know, again, maybe he was a little bit slow to react, but late to react. I think maybe he was expecting the other side and he suddenly saw it because it was not in the corner. It wasn't, um, it was quite close to him, actually. He could have saved it. So, but anyway, it's 3 2. And Arsenal pick up the three points. An important three points because they need to stay top. They, the, you know, because uh, they need to stay ahead of City. The longer they can stay ahead of City, the longer we can pretend to have a title race. Um, but uh, yeah, so each win is important. It's important, of course. And it will give them a lot of confidence as well. Just being able to beat these kind of teams. They don't generally, you know, they've had a bad record against teams in the top four. Now they're beating Spurs. They're beating Liverpool. So they're beating this top, these top four teams. It's showing them that, that they can compete. At the top level, even if not for the, uh, even if they can't win the title this season, they can still compete, and that's very important for Arsenal. If they fans, so absolutely important. Um, smash like if Gabriel Martinelli was your man of the match. He was my man of the match, of course. I'm just going to say the right out up front. It was my man of the match. So fantastic performance, great goal, great assist, involved in the third goal as well. And um, you know, you had a very good all-round game. And, and that is an indictment of Trent Alexander-Arnold. And even Joe Gomez, if you want to add it, but it's definitely an indictment of Trent Alexander-Arnold and how badly he's fallen off the radar. Because, you know, as much as he offers going forward, which isn't that great, to be honest, these days, 
as much as he, he's a total liability right now in defense. So club is going to have to figure out how he's going to, you know, if he's going to fit him in the team or he's going to take him out. I think he did the right decision by subbing him off at halftime. But um, they've, got, they've got to figure out a better better way to utilize him if they're going to utilize him. Or they've got to push him out of the team and then let him focus on his game for a little bit. Like, let, let him have a bit of a break uh, from the first team. They've got, to, they've got to figure that out quickly because otherwise it's just going to be a nightmare. Um, and Mo Salah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And people will talk about Trent Alexander, and he was he was horrendous today. But Mo Salah was I didn't even know Mo Salah was playing until until I saw you know him coming off. I, I didn't even know Mo Salah was playing. I, I don't think we heard at all about Salah. He was just this, uh, anonymous, totally anonymous in the game, and that's a big problem. His form is as much of a concern as Trent's. You know, uh, uh, he's uh, I don't think he's been the same since Afcon. I don't think he's been the same since Afcon. I think he was a world class, genuinely world class player before that. Uh, probably one of the top three players in the world before that. Uh, but now, but since then, his his level has just dropped off. And so, and as, and Salah when he plays against United, United give him a couple of goals as a gift. But otherwise, he just looks he just looks dying average now. So I don't know what's wrong with him. He's got to figure that out as well. But anyway, congratulations to Arsenal fans! Fantastic win, well deserved win, fantastic uh, you know result to stay up top of the table. So everything going well. So congratulations to you guys. Um, we'll share your thoughts on the game as well. Uh, you know what you thought about Arsenal's performance, with our Liverpool's performance. Let me know, of course, always love to hear from you guys. And do remember to subscribe to our channel, follow us on YouTube and Facebook. We've got a couple more videos coming today. So if you subscribe, you'll get notified as they drop. So thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.